Well, we seem to have actually made it two weeks in a row, which is a bit of a miracle for us. Dr. J, welcome back for another week of This Week at Windsor. Great to be back. Thanks, Arden. Host with the most. Indeed. That's what they call me. Heaps of stuff happening at church. Of course, we're coming out of summer now and things are getting back a little more regular. The night services are back after some fantastic pancake evenings across the summer months. As regular as your morning routine. Wow. (laughs) I'm leaving that alone. (laughs) No, we're really excited. We got uh, some breaking news, which I'll get to in a minute. But first things first, night service is back on this week. So if you're someone who enjoys coming out on a Sunday evening, uh, we're back this week, 5.30 p.m. at the church. Uh, a huge thanks to all those who hosted our fellowship nights over January. We enjoyed pancakes, finger food, uh, sausages, um, so all sorts of great things that we got to do together. And uh, most important, I think, was the fellowship. Um, yeah. Did you yeah. get to come out to some of these? Yeah, yeah. I went to a few. Great way to catch up with people you might not ordinarily have a chat to. It's nice to see some some folks who, who wouldn't normally come to the night services coming along just to catch up with some of the younger guys and stuff. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. And, and with that theme of things getting back on schedule, we're excited that our kids ministry is coming back. So a few things, a little, little tweaks here and there, a few changes this time around, but we're really excited. Judy Bolas has done a great job. Uh, you're going to be hearing from her in a future podcast. So really looking forward to hearing her heart and her vision behind uh, kids at WDBC and how we can, uh, yeah, do our part to, to share the gospel with them and to get them involved in the life of God's family here at WDBC. So that's starting uh, this Sunday as well. If you have a little tack. Uh, you can bring them along uh, and uh, yeah, there'll be something for them on Sunday morning. So really looking forward to that. It takes a lot of work to get that stuff done. So many volunteers and I'm really grateful for the curriculum that we use. Uh, we use a curriculum called Orange. Uh, it's great. It's adaptable. It has multimedia. If you're someone who is looking to you know get involved in a ministry here and you have a passion for working with children and uh, yeah we'd love to show you all the requirements and the ways we can get you trained up with safe spaces and all that but it's it's really satisfying to be able to tell kids about Jesus and to show them the love of Christ and then what's really cool is this year we have some of our older kids helping out the younger kids which is fantastic you'd love to see that passed down from generation to generation. Cool. And um, this year as well, some exciting news in the admin department. I know. Breaking news. Uh, Teresa Johnson is going to be appointed as uh, the person who's going to take on uh, Robin Douglas's duties. If you've been familiar with the church, Robin's been a key part of our staff here for really as long as I've been here. And she's really built that role into something that's really special. I think there's really three components that are key to that. Uh, one is to communicate with the church and to be ready to receive uh, you know, communication and give communication on behalf of the church. The second key part of that is the administrative support that she provides, but maybe an overlooked part of that role is the hospitality. Um, you know, when people come to the church, whether it's church members or people in the public, whether it's just us as the staff, uh, this role is really critical for creating that sense of a warm, inviting, loving atmosphere, a place that you feel safe to be in. And, uh, Robin's done a great job of building that role over the last several years that she's been doing it, uh, but we're excited. We're excited that Teresa um, has applied. Uh, we had some great applicants um, and Teresa uh, brings a lot of experience and uh, we're excited for her to take on that role so and just to make it her own and, and see what she does with it but yeah breaking news hard, hard to beat posh spice <laughs> is that your nickname for Teresa <laughs> <laughs> yeah you may just want to call the church just to hear her accent <laughs> 
but yeah, we had some great, we had some great applicants and, uh, it was really humbling to see people that wanted to work at the church. And, um, yeah, Teresa just brought a wealth of experience and I think she's going to do well in this role. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Time for our special guest. Do you think? I think so. We've gone international. Very international. This is huge. I don't know if they get any further away from Windsor than, than this guest. Although I hear this guest has a common past with you. Indeed. Indeed. And we'll get right into it. Nito joining us. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon, everybody. This How is Nito Minaya from Cochabamba in Bolivia, where I used to live. Yeah, that's right. First you, of all, thank you for, for having me. <laughs> it's an honor. Were you guys neighbors or how did how did you... Uh... Well, there were several years in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't born yet. <laughs> that, that's code for Arden is old. Yeah, he's always calling me old. No, it's it's the it's the most bizarre thing. So a, a guy that I used to go to school with twenty or so years ago got in touch with me and said, "Hey, there's this young Bolivian guy coming over to Sydney. Can you just get in touch with him? See, you know, just make sure he, he arrives okay, settles in that mm-hmm. that kind of thing." And we chatted a little bit on on WhatsApp for a bit, yeah. didn't we? While you were, while you were still over there, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then uh, in somehow in my mind, I thought he was moving to the Blue Mountains. So oh. once once he got here, I didn't really give it any more thought. And then Merrily said to me, oh, maybe you should invite him to church. Like, <laughs> perhaps, you know, see how the kids do on it, just invite him to church. So I messaged him again months later saying, hey, do you want to come along to Windsor District sometime? And he said, oh, yeah, I've already been a couple of times. I've been looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's uh, a, that's all I got to say is most people go to church looking for Jesus. But Nito, you came to church yeah. looking for Arden Beach. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Apparently he was asking for Mr. Arden, and I wasn't there because I go to the night surface. Yeah, no, that's not true. Well, I mean, you tell the true version. Okay, I'm going to tell the real version. So I arrived to, well, I was speaking with Arden, and I was asking if he knew of how I can get, like, a job. And he was like, meh. So I, I thought that he was going to be available to give me a job since I arrived, but, uh, yeah, it was not possible, so... We stopped talking and then, um, yeah, I arrived to Windsor and we have like some, I have some friends uh, from Bolivia that I met them because they were missionaries. They are like a great family that uh, has supported me so much. I think, well, God has gave me so mm. much blessings here, but they have been like the tool that God used because of them. I wouldn't be here so uh, and have anything that I have yet. So, uh, yeah, the thing is that I arrived to Windsor and I was like, the first week, the second week, and then they had to travel. And he's a pastor at Lawson. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I was going to Lawson at church for two Sundays, and then they they, they go for, well, they went for a trip, so I was housekeeping my first house. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have never done that, and it was good. <laughs> and then, so going to Lawson was very far away, mm. and I was like, hey, I should come to Windsor Baptist Church because it was very close. And I also spoke with Andrew Proshogo, mm-hmm. and I think he was, uh, he was like very good also with me, like trying to explain me how Australia works worked and so I came to uh, Windsor District Baptist Church and everybody was so kind um, I felt like I was like in my church in Bolivia so uh, that was like a beautiful feeling um, uh, people were so friendly and like they made me feel included like the first day so yeah they were asking me hey, where are you from and uh, <laughs> yeah and they like hey come in and it was it was a very nice feeling so well we'll get to your story in uh, a minute yeah. and kind of what, yeah, you're, right. what, what you're doing here um, but uh, yeah you, you don't meet many people named Nito I wonder if you can can you tell us about your name uh, how do you get Nito what is that your real name or is that a nickname or yeah that's true that's not my real name my my real name is Arsenio uh, my dad also is called Arsenio so uh, 
when they when in Bolivia we used to say when li little things like we used to add the ito at the end, so they were calling us arsenito mm -hmm. to both of us because that's like also a caring way to call someone. Mm. And uh, when they used to say arsenito, we both turned uh, like what? And uh, yeah, so my mom said that's not correct, so <laughs> we'll change you your name. So they started me calling me Nito. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, my f my full name is like Arsenio Manuel Mina Yorkidi. So yeah, wow. Damn. Just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> rolls off. I love it. I love it. it. I cannot tell you how it warms my heart to hear Spanish spoken in this church. I feel like I feel like I'm back yeah. home. It has been really nice having someone to chat to in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, and you guys speak Spanish too, so that's been good. I've been practicing having some laughs, so nobody understands what we're speaking. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so I mean, you, you really, I said it earlier. You really can't get any further away from Bolivia than Windsor. Yeah, that's Australia. right. So what made you come here to begin with? What was well, how did that happen? Uh, first of all, I was working at a company. I, ma I was making an internship and the internship was finishing and I was like, hey, are you going to hire me? And they were like, yeah, but uh, we would like you to make three more months of internship. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. And uh, yeah, that, and then uh, there was a contest, an international contest for making things for people with disabilities. So I checked out how much was the price and how much would they pay me and like how months, how many months I would spend. So the like investing all my time on that uh, contest was better than having that. So I got out of the job, got into the contest and I was like looking for also things to do. So I, it popped in my mind like, hey, I can study something. I can do a master's degree. And I was searching for robotic master's degrees and I found one in, uh, UNSW. So I thought, ah, that sounds good. And I saw how much was the price. So it was too expensive. So <laughs> I, I thought uh, maybe I should work first. So my dad is also Chilean. So I got like the nationality and I was checking things. It was easier for me to get here. So than New Zealand. So mm -hmm. yeah, because there was also a university in New Zealand. And uh, yeah, so that's how I came here and like to work and study and settle and see if I like the country and I've been loving it. So you're working as an engineer, is that right? That's right. Thanks to God, I got a job in engineering. Um, I'm making, I'm as a draftsman or graduate engineer making some plans to build some hoists like elevators for heavy duty and it's good. It's great. I got nothing. <laughs> I think we should continue the story. So Arden didn't invite me to the to the church. That's what I wanted to get. Oh, no, I get so yeah. much. I get so much about that. Yeah, he oh. didn't invite me to church. He didn't invite me like to also to go to his house. And yet, and I have been like two months here. All right. I did. I did invite you eventually. I didn't know you'd just already come. Yeah, but he, you didn't invite me like me alone. I also thought you lived like a long way away. <laughs> I lived like 10 minutes away. Yeah, but I didn't yeah. know that. So I went to church and Kat was, hey, I know Ardin. And, and I was like, what? Ardin? And uh, and yeah, so that's how I met you. And I brought him something from Bolivia. Chocolates. I wow. brought him like special chocolates. Yeah. I just got a fridge magnet. Wow. And you didn't even invite him to your house. You got done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that amazing though, that we know this, this, this mutual friend we know that I went to school with so long ago. Yeah. Mm. And he shows up at the same church that I go to I think across the other side of the world. God's plan. Mm. Pretty amazing. So tell us a little bit about your journey of faith, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. tell, uh, how, did you, how did you come to faith? Did you grow up in a Christian home? When did you hear about Jesus? Love to hear. Okay, yeah. that's, that's a great question. Um, I, I was born in a Christian family. Like my, my mom's family is Christian. My dad's family isn't. So I had like a little bit of both. I saw the both worlds. So, mm. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I was born in a Christian family. I used to go to church like every Sunday since we were kids. And um, yeah, but like as I think as many people, like I was not invested in it. So mm. I didn't like um, also like truly understand what was the gospel. So I maybe just went there and maybe go to the kids uh I don't know how you call it, Sunday, Sunday school. Sunday school? Yeah, Sunday school. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but it was like just for maybe having some fun. Yeah, so I grew up on that. And then I uh, I was in a I was in a private school that was like maybe 10 people. So I was like in a very, uh, we call it like a bubble. Mm. So uh, then I moved to like in sixth grade to uh, not a public school, but like a bigger school. And yeah, that's where I heard like the first bad word in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. So, yeah, so, no, but not so much, but something like that. So, uh, yeah, it was, like, a big change. And, yeah, I think I got a little bit influenced, like, with friends. But, uh, yeah, he didn't have, like, too many good friends. But um, I I wasn't doing so many bad things. We just had fun, like, in school. So I have some pretty uh, funny things that I did on school. But then, uh, eventually, I ended school. So then I... One day I have I had a cousin that she studied in World of Life and she was destined to a little church so she had to help in the youth group and uh, yeah she invited to us to the church and we were like yeah because we were going to a youth group but it was like sometimes yeah sometimes no sometimes we didn't want it to go because there that church had like too many little groups and I think we didn't fit in so with my brother so yeah she invited us to that church and we went and we were like five people because it was just studying and it was like a little church so yeah we started going to Sundays and then we changed from church and eventually we got like after maybe four years we were like 40 40 or 30 young people but mm -hmm. as always it changes so yeah we met like so many people and we made so many friends and that in that church is where everything started to change so I started like uh, having conversations with also young people and uh, the pastor was had like the really good vision of how to preach the gospel like correctly mm. and not like being like a legalist i don't know mm. if that's a word in english so yeah. uh, we i started going to the church and i was like still on the same paths and then we had like something that all changed like a lot of my my mind we had some marriage um sessions like mm -hmm. uh like we started a marriage session so uh, it was a guy from the U.S. and we were doing it through Zoom and it was like, it was mind changing. So I think that's where I started understanding maybe how, how love works. So mm. uh, yeah, and then we started studying like the whole Bible and there's a book called uh, The Stranger at Emmaus, Emmaus, I don't oh, know how yeah. you pronounce Stranger it. Stranger at Emmaus. Uh -huh. Yeah, so we started like studying that book and uh, reading that book and it's it's so good because i really i was starting to understand how all the bible is connected mm -hmm. like not just so it's not just stories mm -hmm. like everything is uh, one story and it's all about jesus so yeah so from genesis it was like told that there was going to come a savior mm. yeah and it ended up in coming <laughs> jesus coming so yeah and all the people that had to go through uh learning how to trust jesus to trust god mm -hmm. so yeah it was good and then um then we had like uh, before coming like two years ago, uh, we were starting like to see some different points of views and something that really was was uh, 
had changed like a lot of my thinking. It was like, I won't do anything to get the love of Christ because uh, I cannot win it because uh, of God. So because Christ has already won it for me. Mm, so yeah, I there is nothing that I can do. So all the things like if I have to, I, I like torture myself maybe. Yeah, you have to read like one chapter of the Bible every day and that mm. I would like start to maybe like get burned out. So yeah, sometimes like trusting jesus and um yeah one day he will come and we'll pick us up or we will we will go there when he calls us so yeah like uh put your faith in jesus and um and what he has done yeah it's like taking a backpack out of your mm. of your sh- shoulder so yep. it was very good if i can follow up on that what were some of the changes that you started to see in your own life you said the change hadn't come yet, but um, obviously you were learning about the gospel. You were learning about the love God had for you. How did you notice the difference in your own life? Yeah, mostly, yeah, some some changes in my life were like on my thinking and also like in relationships. So, yeah, we have a good relationship with my family. and But I think it got even better after like uh, trying to communicate and uh, seeing that God has loved us and maybe uh, like forgive us so many things. How can we not forgive some things? Yeah, it's been it's powerful. Yeah, it's been good. <laughs> how have you found life over here in Australia? Like just how different is it to, to life over there in Bolivia? I think I drove 3,600 kilometers already in, wow. and I haven't driven so much <laughs> in Bolivia. Yeah, like a long drive is like 30 minute drive. And here uh, I've been doing like one hour and 20 minute drives, like maybe twice a week so or three times a week so yeah it's different and also something that i miss a lot of bolivia is bargaining Mm, Uh, yeah i miss so much like hey can you give me this and yeah like ten dollars and i would get hey no give it me at seven (laughs) you're like oh no that doesn't go yeah it goes like yeah give it to me like i can do nine and then yeah like go like that it's i miss bargaining (laughs) you know what we should do we should have a servant auction first night of night church Servant auction. Servant auction. Have you seen this before? Yep. So I was at a church in California, and once a year they would do what they called a servant auction, and it was a fundraiser, but they were they were also trying to you know love each other in the church. So, um, but this was a church that had a lot of like you know lawyers and bankers and doctors and things like that. So the best selling, the highest the highest uh, auctioned item was a vasectomy. Right. There was a doctor who was auctioning off his services. And believe me, there was a bidding war going on in that church. <laughs> wow. From from the wives, I from suspect. From the wives, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the men were, yeah, they, they were they were a bit go. sad they didn't go to church that day. But yeah. So there you go. That, that way we can bring in the bargaining that yeah. Mito loves. Uh, I really, I would enjoy, um, I really like to be a, like a servant, maybe the word. I, yeah, if someone asks, like, hey, who can, like, be a waitress, I would be, like, so happy to do it because okay. I I enjoy, like, helping people. And, like, yeah, that's something that my cousins mock up in Bolivia because um, I am their grandmother's favorite grandson. Ooh. And she's not even my grandmother <laughs> because I'm, like, hey, I, I try, I try, I treat her very good and, like, <laughs> give her drinks and, like, not, well, not drinks, like, uh, soft drinks. So, uh, yeah, and she's, uh, yeah, I, I am a favorite grandchild of another <laughs> grandmother <laughs> yeah what what about church life here how di- how different is church life here to to bolivia it's not quite different it's very similar uh in my church we didn't have a night service 
Yeah, something that we also didn't have was a benediction. Mm. I was speaking with Joanna the other day about it, and yeah, it was like I didn't understand what it was. So yeah, but uh, it's pretty similar. We had like a lot of activities also. Um, I think we had like a lot of also young people. You know, church was like maybe fifty percent young people, so it was good. We had like uh, I think we the only different thing is that we had like the the bread and the wine every Sunday. So yeah, but then it's very similar. Do we? Do they still do communion every week in the morning? Uh, no, we do it. We alternate morning and evening. So we're doing it every week, but we do it in the morning on the first and third week, and we do it in the evening on the fourth, or the second and the fourth. And on the fifth Sundays, we sometimes we do it and sometimes we don't. It's good, good to know. <laughs> it, it is good to know. I'm curious, Nito, if if you could snap your fingers and have a Bolivian meal placed in front of you right now, what would you what would you want? That's a very good question. Uh, I would like something made for my mom. She's like such a good cooker. Um, oh. I miss her her food so much. Um, I would love like any plate from her. Maybe my favorite plate from her is lentils. She makes like, uh, like uh, yeah, like some guiso of lentils and yeah, and it's she makes it so good, like with some chorizo and like fried egg and rice and some chips. Sounds pretty. He can cook too, by the way. If really? anyone, if anyone out there wants a Bolivian meal cooked for them, he will. He will do the authentic. Yes, thing. of course. Yeah, yeah, I. You can like yeah, serve induction. There we we have to do I would be happy to make any Bolivian meal for anybody. I don't know if it's going to taste good, but well, they're I not going to know. You just oh, that's what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, miss anticucho. So yeah, good. I didn't know so what I'm good. talking about. What's that? There are these skewer things called anticuchos. They only sell them at night. Little street vendors come out late at night and sell them. Mm. And they're ca- they're bits of cow heart. Oh my! Pieces of cow heart and on a little barbecue thing with a potato on the end, and they. They douse it in like a like a hot peanut sauce. Right. Spicy peanut Amazing. sauce. Amazing. Wow. And they don't have actual skewers, so they're all on bike spokes. Like <laughs> old like old bike spokes. And they're so good. Yeah, yeah. maybe instead of a banking night, an anticucho night. Oh, yeah. There you go, cow hearts at church. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> but we shouldn't tell anybody. It's always next year. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's been such a great opportunity to have you here, Nito, and to welcome you as a part of into this community. And I'm so glad that you felt, yeah, well, uh, received warmly. And um, yeah, glad to hear church isn't isn't all that different. That's great. Yeah. Um, I I wonder if perhaps for those people who want a little bit of culture, can you two give us a Spanish conversation? And I, and I, we're gonna do a little oh, game. I'm pretty rough. No, no, it's okay. We'll we'll do a little game. You guys try to speak in Spanish, and I'm going to try to interpret, and we'll just see who's accurate. Okay, <laughs> N- that's good. Nito can, Nito can explain it later. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a contest <laughs> to finish this episode. That you good. two have an exchange in, in Espanol, and I will okay. try to I'll try to just listen, and I will give my English paraphrase right. as best I can. Sounds great. Okay. Right. Hablamos un poco de la película que hemos visto. Claro que sí. Esta semana, ¿cómo se llamaba? La película se llama Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about the movie we saw this week, which is Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Y bueno, fuimos a la casa de Ardin y tuvimos una comida exquisita, una carne riquísima. Yeah, we went to Ardin's house where we had a great steak meal that he cooked for us. That's pretty good. Sí, pero uh, yo pensé que me iba, iba a poder quedar un poquito más tarde, pero me tuve que ir temprano. 
I think you, I don't know exactly what you said, but I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking that you said something like you had to leave early because yeah, you right. had to get up early the next morning so you couldn't stay to the end of the movie. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close, yeah. <laughs> now your turn, I think. Oh, see, it's hard for me. I'm not, you know, I'm not a local. Maybe ask him a question that he can answer. Ask him a question in Spanish that he can answer. Y tu, tu comida australiana favorito. Mi comida australiana favorita es el meat pie. Qué rico que es, me encanta. <laughs> es bueno. A ustedes no les gusta. Of all the things. Of all the things, the meat pie, that's your favorite. Like a, I think that's very Australian, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It is very Australian. Yeah. Um, what kind of meat pie? The, the the normal meat pie. I, I think I only had that one, <laughs> but it's good. I didn't want to taste another one because I love the one at South Windsor. All right. All you Australian people, Nito's favorite food is a plain meat pie. Yeah. You have how many weeks? How many yeah. hours He's longer? come from the third world all the way here. And his favorite food is the meat pie. We got to step it up. I love a meat pie like the rest of us, but come on now, people. We got to Somebody bring something. Bake something. Bring it to church. We got to, we, we, there's there's life behind. I mean, if you were, now if we were living in Burke, I would say yes, the meat pie at the local bakery is probably the best local cuisine, but come on now. Let's go. Yeah, but it was so good, yeah. Uh, what would you say I should try? Oh, I don't even know now. It's hard to know what's Australian and what isn't. Have you had uh, Have you had a pavlova? Yeah, that's also that's good. good. Yeah, I had it. It was um, good. Lamington. No, I don't know what that is. Oh, all right, people, get him a Lamington. Get Lamington. This. Lamingtons are good. Yeah. Yeah, I I know a good joke about Australian food. Maybe I can tell it. Sure, it'll I, be terrible, hope, but go ahead. I hope you are not a tough crowd. <laughs> like uh, this is a joke. Uh, what do sea monsters eat? What fish and ships? <laughs> That was terrible. Wow. <laughs> Leave that in, Mariah, <laughs> just so he can live with the shame of everyone hearing hey, that. No. <laughs> you didn't laugh. Mariah, maybe you can cut and put some laughs. <laughs> yeah, that laugh. <laughs> after the Edit some in. That's funny. Mito, um, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much. It was, been, it was an honor. Thanks for coming along, and we'll be back with you next week, Dr. J. Thank you once again. Great to be here. <laughs> <laughs>